0: Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, John Burgoff here. Your guest today is Dana Malstaff, also known as the creator of the Boss Mom movement. And here's some fun trivia for you. So Dana was at our first ever Best You Ever Live Blueprint event back in 2014. And the entire Boss Mom idea was really born at that event, which is kind of interesting because our episode that we dropped last week was with Rob Dial who he was also at our first ever Best You Ever Live Blueprint event, where he came up with a vision and an idea for a podcast that has now had over 50 million downloads or video views, which is crazy. So one week after another, two individuals who were both at the same event three years ago and both sharing their story of what they have created in their lives. I think you'll love Dana and what she shares. And by the way, I don't know how this is going to work. When Dana and I recorded this episode, We had major technical problems and somehow we have this magical, mystical, mystery team of editors that can turn anything into a coherent conversation. At least they told me they could. I don't know how they did it because when I was talking with Dana, we had massive dysfunction with technology. But if this actually sounds like a halfway decent conversation, then huge kudos to Charlie, to you and your editing team because it was a train wreck when we recorded it. So thank you if you were able to actually edit this out and make it sound like a normal conversation. So uh, nothing further, enjoy everybody. And hey, we are one week away, one week away from our Best Year Ever Blueprint event. I don't know if by now we actually have tickets available, but if the website still lets you buy them, feel free to go to bestyeareverlive.com. And we will see many of you next year, or not next year, but next week. We'll probably see you next year also. Hey, for all I know, some of you, I'm going to see you all the time, forever, for the rest of our lives. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Achieve Your Goals, podcast listeners. It's John here. Hey, I was about to jump on the microphone by myself today, and, which I'm very comfortable with. I hope you are too. And I was going to share some thoughts with you that I was looking forward to. And then I, I looked up on the wall and we had a list of individuals that uh, we had in queue to bring to you. And one of them is Dana Malstaff. And someone on my team said... What if we texted Dana and she could jump on with you right now? And here she is. So Dana, how are you?
1: (laughs) I am great. I actually just got in at midnight last night from hosting my uh, boss mom retreat in Charlotte, North Carolina. And today was like a rest day. So no better way to rest than to chat with you.
0: Nice. Well, well thank you for letting us chat on your <laughs> rest day. And, um, and just to set this up so everybody knows why, I'm super pumped to bring Dana to you right now is because I first met you, Dana, at our first Best Year Ever Blueprint event back in 2014. And I'll just put it this way, between the moment that we met And this moment right now, um, you have gone from an idea that was born um, sometime around the time of that event to a thriving community where you are helping women entrepreneurs, um, best known as the Boss Mom community. And maybe you have a different name for it at this point. But um, it's been amazing to see what you have created. It's been amazing to meet Women who have told me about their experience of learning from you. And the coolest part is, we're not only going to talk right now, um, but you're going to be at our Entrepreneur Day at the Best You Ever Blueprint event coming up. So we'll do a deep dive there into kind of dissecting how you've grown your brand and how you've helped a lot of women. Um, but uh, for now, uh, can you bring us back to when we first met? Because I, I really want people to hear about your journey. Uh, I think it's a major inspiration.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I had moved back to San Diego because I had I just had my son. He's about uh, five years old when I moved back. And I started going to, oh, good. It was like an entrepreneur support group, right? Mm-hmm. Live Your Legend. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. And I met a lovely woman named Lena, who, uh, I would later find out was madly in love with Hal and, and the, you know, the who morning and she did it who every morning. Uh, who isn't, right? So she comes to me and she says, I know, she says, Dana, I, um, I'm, I've got this ticket to, to this event. That you know, this guy Hal put on, and uh, I've got it. I bought the best ticket you could buy, so I have like all the things, and it comes with an like a companion ticket. And she goes, nobody I know actually really does business. She's the she's like, I'm the only one. So, and I was hosting the that support group at the time. She's like, would you go with me? I was like, I would love to go with you. I've never heard of this person or this Miracle Morning you speak of, nice. and and so, and I was actually three months pregnant with my daughter at the time. So, you know, I've got some morning sickness. I'm like trying to, you know, figure out this, oh my gosh, I'm going to have two babies sort of thing. And I go to, uh, you know, we get to this event and I'm immediately like connected with these people and I'm loving the way, you know, you guys are are forcing us to get up and talk and do all these things. And I'm just going, oh my gosh, this event is like no event I've ever been to. I'm loving this. And at the time, Boss Mom did not exist. I was just doing content strategy, didn't have any podcasts, didn't have any books, didn't anything like that and i remember going up to hal and i i went up to him and i was like okay i'm the only person here that probably has never read your book i promise tonight i'll go home and i'll read it and luckily he you know if you gave a testimonial you got a book so i was like i'll go give a testimonial now i'll get the book i'll go home and read it and uh and i was like but i uh but i you know i have a feeling we'll be friends so you'll probably be seeing more of me <laughs> i think he was just nice. totally taken aback by me being like we'll be friends later i'm going to go read your book we'll hang out but i have no idea who you are but i'm i'm delighted about it you know, basically from, from there, I remember you and me having a conversation about communication or something along those lines. And I was like, oh, I've got this resource for you. And so I went up to give you a URL where you could get this thing. And um and and I remember telling you, like, just I'm just just getting this vibe. But um but the vibe is I'm gonna probably speak at this event at some point. And yeah, and then and now here we are, which is which is kind of crazy.
0: That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Well, we're honored to have you speaking at our Entrepreneur Day, the first day of the Best You Ever event. Um, D- Dana, you know what I'd love? I'd love for people to hear a little bit about this journey that you've been on since that moment, since uh, you and Hal and I met and you declared that you would speak at our event. And, and here it's three years later. I'd love for people to learn a little bit about the journey you've been on and then as soon as we can, I, I want them to hear about some of the lessons that you've been teaching the women in your community. Because as I've gotten to know who you are, who you've become, and how you're teaching others, um, I'm a huge fan. And I, I believe that, that the way you're approaching helping women, I think it's lessons that apply to all of us. So i um, super pumped to have you share that with our audience today. So what happened after that event? Where did it go from there?
1: Yeah. So I was, I was in, uh, basically got to connect with some people at the event. From there, I was asked to join a mastermind group. And from that mastermind group, uh, I met Azul Tronas and he was, uh, he's a book coach. And he said, does anybody want to write a book? And I said, I've always wanted to write a book. And so we connected and started this process And then he said, Hey, by the way, um, you know, I went, uh, you know, I like to go to this thing called the One Day Business Breakthrough with Pat Flynn and Chris Mm -hmm. Ducker. And he's like, I think you should go. It's really great. Uh, You can ask to go and be part of a hot seat. So I bought the ticket. Azul and I are working on this book. I bought the ticket and then I, you know, filled out the form and got chosen to be in the hot seat. And in the hot seat, I got to sit down and tell them about this idea I had. And at the time, I had this like individual Dana brand and was thinking, I had, hadn't been named a boss mom yet, but like, this is the book I want to write about mom entrepreneur and like not feeling guilty about being a mom and an entrepreneur. And, and they basically, it was so funny. They sat there and they were like, oh, we love that idea. Uh, you have no brand. You have to make it one brand your website sucks. Like, and they basically just (laughs) said, these are all the things you can't do anymore. (laughs) Nice. And it was great because I walked away going, okay, great, like scratch those things. Let's do this. And so Azul and I got together. We're brainstorming what this might be. We came up with a bunch of different names. We went out to the community and what the community said was Boss Mom, like all day long, unanimously, Mm. we love Boss Mom. So we went, we branded it. It, the book started doing so well that we made it a podcast. We made it a website. Now we have the Boss Mom retreats. We have the Boss Mom minis, one day workshops. Uh, you know, I've written Boss Mom the book, Confessions of a Boss Mom the book. Um, we have more series of Boss Mom things to come. And We pretty much Boss Mom everything you can possibly Boss Mom. Nice. And and it's and it's just continued to grow. I mean, we grew the Boss Mom Facebook group. I mean, we've got over twenty thousand women in there in just a year of when from when we started it. And, and that's kind of crazy that there's this many women coming in and just wanting to feel like they're in a space where they can connect with each other and, and have that space.
0: I love that. So Dana, you've now helped a lot of women through this community. What are some of the core lessons that you feel are messages that women need to hear, any entrepreneur needs to hear? because you and I were chatting just a few minutes ago. And I really, I love the way you approach bringing people together and some of your beliefs around helping others.
1: I love the idea that I just did a, Let me put it this way. I just did a podcast um, episode in my own podcast uh, recently that was all about the new world of influencer marketing. And to me, the new world of influencer marketing is to build other influencers. You know, when it comes to leadership, I, uh, my, my stance is that I, it is my job not to just lead people. It's my job to make other leaders. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the legacy. That's the ripple effect that we can have on each other is when you wake up in the morning, you don't just say, how can I do things that help people, but how can I create more people that help people? Mm -hmm. And I think if we approach it that way, and that's how we approach the Boss Mob community, that it really becomes a collaboration over competition. It really becomes a connection. Uh, It really becomes a way of helping each other. And, And in that space, we can be experts and we can raise ourselves up and we can raise other people up as we go. And the cool part about it is it becomes this stepping stone that the more that I help other people become influencers and become leaders and become connectors they sort of become steps under me that raise me up and raise me up and I raise them up and raise them up and it, and it becomes mutually beneficial for everybody. And, and, it's, and the boss mom retreat that I just came home from was, a, was the absolute, I think, proof of when we get people in a room together and we help them open up to each other and help each other, that we don't actually have to do as much as a leader except for stem, stand back and let people unleash their awesomeness upon each other. Mm-hmm. and i and i think that's it's something really amazing to be able to watch that when you give people permission and space and connection that that starts to to really have a massive impact and a ripple um effect on our communities and everybody else's communities
0: what i would love to know is you said something earlier before we jumped on and started recording that i want to go back to and you said that the things that we think we need to learn might not always be what we really need to help ourselves. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I, I agree with that and I'd love to understand what you mean by that.
1: Yeah, sure. So when I started planning this retreat, uh, and I know you plan events and there are a lot of other people plan events that it's, that it's, it's an experience you want to create. I really sat down to think about how, how can I actually help people in this space move forward? And, and I started to think about, you know, if you go into a space and a lot of us do this, right. And we go, okay, I need to, I need to learn this skill or this tool. So I'm going to go and I'm going to learn how to do a webinar or how to start a business or how to write a book. And, and so what we do is we seek out the information to learn that thing. And then all of a sudden we get overwhelmed or we get confused or we sound so like we're so excited and we're so motivated, but it never happens or or it starts to happen and never gets finished. And there's all these these things that end up getting in our way. And a lot of times we don't realize they have nothing to do with their skill level in that particular activity. And so the, the examples that I'll give to kind of make this real for everybody that's listening is... Um, you know, we, we started the entire event with a, you know, like an appreciative inquiry exercise that had to do with what does it mean to be a boss mom? You know, what does that term mean to them? And why do we want to have that title? You know, I mean, what, what am I actually doing here? Why am I coming to this space? Why did I leave my kids? Why did I leave everything to come and spend several days? And they should think about this going to the Best Year Ever Blueprint. Like, what am I doing here? And we had them go through that exercise. It was like we flooded out all of that stuff that gets in the way of us being productive and effective by, by forcing us to be honest with ourselves about who we are, what we care about, and what we're doing here. And when everybody got really honest and cried it out because being honest with ourselves is hard, then we were able to like dig in and do the work. And, that, and, I, and I realized there's this really interesting balance between clearing space and making way so that we can be productive and effective in things that matter and really prioritizing uh, who we are and what we want to accomplish so that we know we're not having, like the fact that shiny object syndrome is a overly used term nowadays is a sad testament, I think, to the fact that we don't know what our values and priorities are to know when something is not the right thing to do. And I would love it if we could create a space where shiny object syndrome is not a term that we use. We say, no, 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 I've got focus. I know what I want, I know who I am, I know what I want to do, and I'm going after it.
0: Dana, for, uh, for any of our listeners, w- regardless of if they're going to be there to meet you at the Best You Ever Blueprint or not, what advice would you leave somebody with if they're looking at the next year of their life, 2018? If you could give somebody one or two or three pieces of advice. You notice I give you the choice there. But for anybody who's thinking about, Mm -hmm. hey, I want to have the best year of my life. What's the one or two or three most important questions to ask, uh, habits to build, ways of being to embody, at least from your experience uh, in helping yourself and those in your community to have their best year?
1: Yeah, so to me, planning and prep is everything? If you want to have the best year ever, um, one of the things I think you have to do is you have to sit down and look at the upcoming year. And I put them into three categories. I want you guys to sit down and go: What do I want my environment? my emotions and my finances to look like to me those are the three categories what do i want to be surrounded to me the environment is the people like if you go to best share of a blueprint you're going to meet people that will become lifelong friends that care about the things that you care about right so what do you want mm-hmm. your environment to look like and be like that includes like I want to get a new house. I want to change the city I live in. I want to travel more. I want to, you know, I want to surround myself with people that are entrepreneurs or that people that, you know, are parents or people that do this thing so that they get me. Like, what do you want environmentally to be in your space? Because if we are the sum of who we are around, then you want to look around and make sure you're surrounded by people that actually impact you in the way that empower you. Um, the emotional thing is: how do you want to feel? Are you stressed out and hustling right now, and you want to feel? calm? Do you want to feel empowered? Do you want to feel excited? Do you want to feel exhilarated? We all want to actually get different emotions out of things. And, and you want to be really clear on how you want to feel because that gut feeling that you get when we are trying to make decisions every day, which life is about making decisions, those decisions, if you know how you want to feel going into the next year, then you can help your gut and your emotions come together to help your brain make really good decisions. So that mm. emotional state, how do you want to feel the next year? What do you want that to look like? And then financials, I think you need to know, do you want, are you running a business? How much you know money do you want your business to make? Where do you want to be financially? Um, and what does that look like now versus what you want? Because once again, when it comes to decision-making, you want to use these three planning aspects of your next year to be your sounding board to help you decide if every decision you're making is the right decision for you. And then the, the second part to that, I think, is you have to find a community that gets you. And, Mm -hmm. and it's, and you may have more than one community because you may have the best share of a blueprint, you know, Miracle Morning World that gets you from this entrepreneur standpoint. And then you may have something like, you know, boss mom that gets you from the parenting standpoint. You know, you may have a completely other, uh, you know, community that gets you from the, you know, basket weaving standpoint, whatever that is, you know, you need to find communities of people and circles of people that not only get you, they get excited to talk about the things you want to talk about. They get excited to learn you want to learn from each other. You want to connect each other to other people. And if you don't have that community, then life and business gets really, really hard. And doing it alone is a massive uphill battle. And so that would be that would be if you want the the best year you can have, those would be the two things I would do.
0: Mm, I love that. That is Uh, Beautiful advice. Our environment, our emotions, our financial vehicles, and we've got to connect to the communities that can help us with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Dana, we're going to see you in one month from today, the day that we're actually recording this. And I can't wait. Um, My favorite question to ask, which I'll finish with, is this. Is there anything else?
1: Is there actually yes, there's one more thing.
0: I love it. I have, Great. I
1: have one more thing. Um, when we were talking about the, you know, environmental, emotional, financial future that we want, the one other thing that I love to do is I love to decide what my deal breakers and my dream makers are. So my deal breakers for me last year when my daughter was one was that I didn't want to travel for more than two days at a time. And so even though speaking is something that I absolutely love to do, I said no to a lot of things that took me away from my family at that particular time for too long. And so knowing that that was a deal breaker, even if something came up that I knew I would have fun at or I thought could be valuable, I always put it against my deal breakers to understand if it would impact my life in a way that was just a no-go. And I think it's really important to know those because certain things, opportunities come up that sound great. But I know too many people that go, I wanted this thing and now I regret that it took this other thing away from me that was really important. And if you know what your deal breakers are, then it can help ensure that you're only seizing opportunities and accepting opportunities that serve you in all of the ways that you want in your life and not just one. And then your dream makers are like, I want to be the voice of a Disney character. And if I know that, like, if I know that that's like the ultimate dream maker thing for me, if I know that part of my, my dream maker bucket list was three or four years ago was to go be on the, you know, the stage and be able to talk at the best year ever blueprint. If I know what those are and I verbalize them and I put them out into the world, they happen. And if mm-hmm. you don't know what your dream makers are, not the thing you're going to do today or tomorrow near, but like in your lifetime, it's, it is your, you know, your dream maker. It's like the alternate to a bucket list. But to me, they're like all the big things. Um, then that means everywhere I go, I'm telling people, I, you know, I want to be the voice of, of a cartoon character. Like I want to be, we're singing at all of my events. Like I sing sometimes on my podcast and everybody knows. And someday someone's going to come up to me and go, I heard this thing and I'd like you to come and audition to be the voice of the character. And then I will get on my podcast and be like, y'all, my dream maker's happening. But those things don't manifest themselves unless you verbalize them, you write them down, you know what they are. And then because they're top of mind, you infuse them into your life and what you do to bring yourself closer. And, And what you don't realize is you manifest them. Like You don't just put them out into the universe and they happen. Like You actually make it happen because you verbalized it and it's in your mind and you bring yourself closer through your daily actions to make those things happen. And I honestly think that events like The Best Year Ever Blueprint and going to to events like that are the absolute catalysts for the things we want in our lives. Because that space where we get so massively energized that we can't help but burst with excitement about the things we want and then meet people in in this space that want those same things. Um, every single time I look back to an event that I have attended, even if it wasn't a very good event, I can absolutely pinpoint massive change that has happened in my life and my business and my mindset from it. And that doesn't happen online. Like There's amazing things that happens Mm. online, but when you get people together in a room and that energy merges and explodes, and you guys do such an amazing job of infusing experiences, which I love, um, with just work, you've got to go to events. If you're going to go to an event, go to this one, but at least go to events, even if they're little meetups, because that physical interaction of people, um, I think can make a massive change, and get you closer to where you want to go.
0: And all I had to ask was, is there anything else? Dana, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much and um, we will see you in a month
1: I know I'm super excited it was so fun to come on and hang out with you guys
0: thanks for listening to learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript and exclusive content from Hal Elrod visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast thanks again for joining us be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast